just noodling around with my new synthesizer keyboard. Hey Marcus, do you like movies? Yes, I do. I like movies too. My name is Scott Thorough. Welcome to Zebras in America podcast, the greatest podcast ever made, brought to you by guilt, shame, and Blue Apron. Do you ever need some food and you don't know what to do and you need someone to bring you some food? Blue Apron is great, don't you think, Marcus? Yes. Hey, we don't actually be sponsored by Blue Apron, but Blue Apron, if you sponsored us, this is what it would sound like. <coughs> We're also sponsored by Advil, because I've been taking that a lot recently. Yeah, I've been sponsored by pain medication for your head and for your soul. Or your lower back. Or your lower back, because, yeah, I don't know how deep we're trying to get, but... <laughs> We were late this week, and I don't have any... I'm not telling you why, but if you do want to know why... And you, <laughs> no, we were late. The best reason is uh, the reason Snoop Dogg gave that time when he was late for an autograph signing. It's like, motherfucker, I'm late because I went to get some chicken wings. Just be happy I'm here. Yeah, you know, I just want to say, uh, you know, I'm sorry to, to Jacob and Javier and Ted... And Doug, Doug, you the yes. shit, Doug. We and like Carly. you, Doug. Carly, Carly, you, you got the best tweets, man. You really do. Yeah, I just, I like, I think about re, about commenting on them, and I'm like, nah, that shit's perfect the way it is. Sure. Um, yeah, and I just, you know, uh, Joshua, if you're still listening to the show, I'm sorry, you know, but I was eating chicken wings, and you should just be glad that I'm here. <laughs> You seen any good movies lately? <laughs> I've seen a lot. Uh, I've seen a lot of movies recently. I've seen some really good ones. I saw a movie that you told me to see. What's that? Uh, the Killing of a Sacred Deer. Yes, that's one of those good movies I've seen. Dude, this is the best movie of the year. It's a contender. For me, it's number one. It's that and then uh, Get Out. Wow. Get Out's in my top five. Yeah. Uh, we're, on, we're pretty much we're kind of on the same page there for the most part. Slack Bay is <coughs> Slack Bay is still your number one. I don't think I have a number one now. It's just all in a like, Wonderstruck, Slack Bay, Killing of a Sacred Deer, Get Out, uh, Song to Song, Zama, kind of deal. But then, you know, there's also like White Face. There's also you know. Um, Oh, why am I drawing... Uh, oh, A Quiet Passion. But I'm biased because that movie's about Amherst. So I do wonder, do I like that movie as much as I should? Or is it just like, because it's about Amherst, but whatever. What are the best movies about Amherst? A Quiet Passion. That's the best one? Yes, because any other movie... There's only one other movie that's like kind of about Amherst, and that's Running With Scissors, and that movie's not that good. The book is good. That movie's trash. Yeah. But that movie is also... I don't like set. that movie at all. Yeah. Anything else, it's just movies that were filmed in Amherst. 
but then they were supposed to double as Boston, which is like, it's kind of a no-no. But anyway, yeah, like mo- there's been a couple of movies filmed in Amherst, but they weren't supposed to be Amherst. So. Cool. I'm I'm gonna switch up my seating position. Oh, all right. Let me move this over here then. Because I was not comfortable over there because it's a okay. little too hot. Sure. We're recording in a house, which is amazing. Yep. Not to be in a car, even though I really enjoyed, you know, being in a car with. Um, what what are those guys' names? The Pink Smoke. John and Chris. John and Chris. Those guys are great guys. I just got off the phone with Chris. That's true. You guys stayed on a little too long. I was trying to start the day. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> but yeah, killing of a fire. Um, killing of a sacred deer, though, is yes. Excellent. Before we get into killing of a sacred deer, mm-hmm. uh, six people, five people since I put up. Our survey have responded. Oh, okay. And I did promise I would read them out loud. Go ahead. So... No, we did Matt Adams already. What's up, Matt Adams? Hope you're having a great week. And if you're not, I hope next week is better. That's the Guy Madden guy, right? Yeah. Yes. We only read one so far. Yes. The second one is Zach Norman. Mm-hmm. Newman. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, he, uh, we follow each other on Twitter. He's I want to say Zach Truman, because you're a true man. I hope. <laughs> Let's find out. Your email, not going to say that out loud. Dancing, Tom York and the Lotus Flower music video. I fuck with that. Age 21. Eh. Favorite movie, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That's just one movie. I, I can appreciate that. I'm just having one favorite. Mm-hmm. I like that movie. I like Science to Sleep better. But I like Eternal. Yeah. I, it's a good movie. The music's good. Uh, Jim Carrey. I've always had trouble with Jim Carrey as a serious actor. That's one of the one I, I I don't mind though. That's uh, yeah. I I don't mind him in that as like this. And then he still has his like wacky moments that that you know he does his Jim Carrey thing. Yeah. Oh, what was that movie that came out? The excellent Burt Wonderstone. Oh. Yeah, I don't know exactly. I know what you're talking about. I like that movie. I'm not going to lie. I think I like it because for, like, you know, sentimental reasons because someone I cared about really liked that movie. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. What movies would you like Zebras in America to do film commentary on? Holy Motors, Welcome to the Dollhouse, wow. True Stories. Oh, my God. Any Jarmish or Hartley film. Oh, my oh, God. Or Paris, Texas. Oh, these are, okay, yeah. cool. You just so, batted a thousand. Yeah, so we just need to start a Patreon or a Drip. Did you hear about Drip? No, what's that? Drip is a new Kickstarter for artists. It's been oh. around for a while. It was created by Ghostly International Records, but no one really knew about it, and then Kickstarter bought it. Oh, shout out to Dabri. He puts out good music. That's true. Dabri, Dabri. And Shigeto. And, they're a good know, Shigeto's mad good. Yeah, they're a Shigeto's good label. really good. The, the both of the Ghostly Swim albums are mad good. Mm-hmm. Mishnah's really good. He's on there. Adrian Mishnah, he had a good record. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, don't know. like if you like instrumental hip hop music that's not like that West Coast low end theory sort of thing, mm-hmm. they do they do like if if you if you wish that the DJ Shadows of the World continued and got weird with synthesizers and stuff, I think the ghostly sound is really good. Funny thing about that is DJ Shadow himself got weird with synthesizers and it doesn't always work. And I'm DJ Shadow's biggest fan. Yeah, I mean literally. Because yeah. you're a big guy, nobody yeah. losing weight. And I am his, and I am his biggest fan, though. I, I, in in I, more I, ways than one. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan of of DJ Shadow. He's one of the reasons I started really killing it, or like wanting to kill it. Him and him, LP and Large Professor. I'm not gonna lie, those are the people. It's funny because yeah. two of them have the name LP. 
Yeah, right. Uh, have you ever smoked PCP? Nerp. What you want more of? Deep cuts, maybe? But I really love what you guys do now. Shrug emoticon. Maybe good jokes, one-liners? The therapist and egrets joke I still tell all the time. Potentially interesting facts? Mm, not that come to mind immediately. So we have a bunch. So I, I think I think over the episode we'll read. I don't want to just spend sure, sure. the next 40 minutes. No but Zach Truman, I mess with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Sorry, oh. Zach. Oh, I, I shouldn't... I, because uh, you like one-liners. Uh, I went to the doctor the other day, Marcus, uh-huh. and the the doctor told me I had to. It was a, the doc. The doctor told me I had to stop masturbating. Okay. And I said, "Why?" He said, "I'm trying to start the examination." <laughs> nice. That didn't really happen. I'm not. I'm not Louis C.K. I wouldn't just pull out my shit. Oh come on. Should well, it was I, a male doctor, so you know he would. It doesn't matter. Pete, you should not. I would not just masturbate in front of people unwantingly. Um, you know, I, I, I hate to say that I called the Louis C.K. thing like three or four weeks ago on the show, mm-hmm. um, and that stuff keeps on continuing. Yeah, no, it's every time the one I I avoid, like the segment, like the trending segment on Twitter now because it's like. <clears throat> so, for example, I saw a couple people. It was like three tweets in a row of like. Oh shit, not Al Franken. And I went, oh wait, did Al Franken die? Because I would have never, that Al Franken and that no, stuff apparently don't even. Apparently it's Al Spanken. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. What? He did, he did some whack shit. He admitted he did some whack shit. And he's asking to um, be taken accountable for it. So let everybody, you know, don't be gross, don't touch women. Don't do things that people don't like, and um, don't it, touch people. Period. Don't touch want people. To be period. Touched. You know, to quote AC alone, give me five feet around the world. Yeah. Because to touch you without touching you is one of my gifts. <laughs> um, so, I just want to say I don't think I can talk about Sacred Deer without going into spoilers. So can we just say that this is a spoiler show? Absolutely. Okay. So I was explaining to my friend why I liked, or like what. So the day after I went to see Sacred Gear, someone asked me, what do you think of the movie? And I said, oh, it's my favorite movie of the year. And they said, um, explain the premise. And I was like, uh, well, the son of someone who a surgeon, the surgeon causes someone's death. Mm-hmm. And his son wreaks revenge on him and his family. Yeah. And I didn't realize until explaining it why I had such a Freudian love for this film. Right. Because when I was 16, which is the age of this kid in this movie, mm-hmm. I wanted I wanted death upon the surgeon that caused my father's death. Mm. Yeah. Um, later, once I, I eventually realized that it's not one person's fault in these things, and um, it may be this, in this movie maybe there is, but it's hard to say. But, man, did I love this movie. It was delicious. <coughs> Absolutely. I'm also someone who's fascinated. Like, I'm still... At least in, 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 in my field, the field of design, I'm young-ish. And I've always been fascinated by people in their 50s and 60s who take this kind of, like, nine-year-old stance of, like, I didn't do it. I didn't. And there's, like, this ongoing thing in the film where, like, Colin Farrell, who's a surgeon, even when not asked, is always quick to, like, a surgeon can never kill a patient. An anesthesiologist can kill a patient, but not a surgeon. And then that said anesthesiologist will say... 
a surgeon can kill a patient, but an anesthesiologist can never kill a patient. It's this passing, like, I've never, until I got into the workforce, I never saw grown adults, like, people way older than me, just pass the buck and just, like, throw people under the bus. It, it's, it still amazes me to this day where it's like, Jesus Christ, you know, like that. So, yeah, but that's pe- not the only reason I like killing the sacred deer. That's just one aspect pe- of people, it People, people as a whole have gotten less into accountability. Yeah. People don't like admitting when they do things wrong. They think that somehow by admitting you did something um, which was not what people wanted, that you're a bad person or it's a character defect. Yeah. But it's like, if I did something wrong, I did something wrong. Yeah. I don't always like being told, but I have to get over it. Yeah. Sacred Deer is a dark comedy. You don't realize it's a dark comedy until like two thirds into the movie. I knew it was dark. Yeah. And I knew it was weird yes. because because his movies have have a weird cadence and tone. Oh yes. It's like I I my my watch goes one hundred meters. Yeah. How how long does yours? It's just very like dry, matter of fact, to I the prefer, point kind of dialogue. I prefer a leather strap. <coughs> Do yeah. you like a, I I prefer a metal strap. That's what yeah. I like, and just like weird stuff. Yeah. And the, there's this incredible. What's the name of that actor who plays the kid? Oh, young Tom Hardy. I don't know. Yo, actually. young young Tom Hardy. Is so good. He he really is. He kills it. I never want to see him again. If I saw him on the street, I would run away. Um, but his his monologue about fucking spaghetti. Yeah, there's a scene. Yeah, so for those who don't know, there's a scene, little after midway into the movie, where the family that he's terrorizing, uh, headed up by Colin Farrell and Nicole Kidman, they're the uh, mother and, they and father. They kill it. They kill it. Yeah, she she goes to confront him about like. Why are you terrorizing our family? Why are you doing this to our family? And he gives this speech about spaghetti that's just really... About eating spaghetti that's just really funny. Because as he's giving the speech, he's eating spaghetti, by the way. In this really funny, kind of gross way. Um, And it's just really great. I think... The other thing, too. Yorgos Lanthimo has has now, like, solidified um, his place in kind of that crossover from, you know foreign film into English speaking film because un- un- for- in my opinion at least in modern day that does not work like you know it didn't work for Wong Kar Wai no. My Blueberry Nights uh, Park Chan Wok it did not work for Stoker in my opinion and there's a million more examples I guess Michael Haneke did alright but it's like at the same time Funny Games is a shot for shot remake but um but it's a shot it's, for shot remake of his own film yes so exactly yeah but this is like between the lobster and this and I'm someone too who I'm all, at this point with Killing of a Sacred Deer, I will now never, ever doubt Colin Farrell because there's a period, you know, where I was just like, is he going to be good in this? Is he gonna? And then, like, he keeps proving I, me wrong. So. I like I, I, I like Colin Farrell. I really liked him in uh, True Detective Season 2. Yes. Yeah. Because I just loved the way he played this incredibly flawed but loving father, but also, yeah. like, terrible. Yeah. Like, you know the kind of dude, the kind of dude that could have been in like an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, like could have been a comedy. Well, like it's 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 not too far removed from his performance in Horrible Bosses to some degree. You know the the son of of the of the owner of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Actually, I don't mean to cut you off. There's some parallels. Like so now I'm thinking there's the scene in uh, True Detective season two where his son is getting bullied. And he's like, who's bullying? You tell me who's bullying you right now, or I'm going to knock you out, blah, blah, blah. Which is very similar to the scene in Killing of a Sacred Deer, when he's like yelling at his son. There's a couple scenes where he's like, I want you to eat all, all these donuts. Or when he's like, if, so, you're, if you're joking about this illness, I'm going to cut all your hair off, I'm going to make you eat it. 
I'm gonna make you eat all your hair. And it's very similar to the scene in um in uh, True, True Detective season two with, with his son. Yeah. Also, killing the sacred deer. You're like not sure what's going on. It's in yes. this other world. Yes. It's not like our world. It's a different world where things wor- work a little differently. The shots, it's shot very well. There's a couple bird's eye view shots that just I lost my shit on. The opening scene is incredible. The yeah. the closing scene sucks. I hate the closing scene. Okay, and the closing you... scene's stupid. I don't <coughs> want to talk about it. I want to just say one more thing. Mm-hmm. Does this film become one of your, like, sort of a Christmas movie movies? Possibly. Because they yeah. sing a Christmas... It's it it's it's they start singing a Christmas carol when I realized that that the movie was kind of funny. Yeah. It was also the donut scene. The donut yes. scene. I started laughing and everyone in the movie theater including my friend were looking at me like why is this dude laughing? And I was scene like is funny. Well, I was like cuz the movie's funny. This when, is this yes. is this is when I realized cuz you had told me but I tr- decided to not think about it that it was the dark comedy version of Cache. Very much so. I still stand by that. And you're right. Yeah. You're right. Just take out the racial angle and just replace it with some dark humor. Other than that, it's a very simple, like a son trying to avenge his father from the man who did him wrong years ago. Yeah. And he uses uh, one of the kids to do it. Like, there's so many parallels. Yeah, the kids are involved. You know? Like, um, Alicia Silverstone shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. As as a homie's mom. Yes. I was like, what? I know. What What is going on here? She's someone who's been left behind by uh, by Hollywood. Or maybe not. I don't know the story. I just know, like... I guess that... I mean, she's one of the few, like, it girls that didn't, like, continue on. Like, there's been lots of it girls over the years that are still active to this day. She, But who knows? There, you know, there, there could be reasons. I, I, I don't know. But she doesn't show up in a lot of stuff, so... Yeah, maybe she didn't want to be part of this anymore. Maybe sure. she wanted to take a break. Sure. Maybe she just really liked The Lobster when she was offered a role in this movie. Well, see, the thing is, though, too... I love that she showed up because uh, learning about Yorgos Lanthima over the, ever since I saw Dogtooth in 2009 I've been fascinated by him so I read a lot about him and Yorgos Lanthima was one of those guys who like growing up in Greece he was saying how there was like a video store near him and he could only rent like there was like a small uh, selection and he could only rent like whatever was available like which was not a lot and if you notice in a lot of his movies especially Dogtooth a little bit in Alps he references like pop American pop culture films, whether it's Rocky or Jaws, and I like to think I can imagine a young Yorgos Lanthimos like watching Clueless or The Crush or something like that. You never know. And there's right. actually a Crush right. vibe to Killing Every Secret Deer. Right? To, Didn't, to some wasn't too. wasn't she in like the sort of remake of the movie where Meryl Streep kills the kills the 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 rabbit or whatever? Oh, I never I never looked at the crushes, but it it kind of is a. A remake of Fatal Attraction yeah. to some degree. Just, Fatal Attraction. Yeah, actually it is. Damn. Yeah. yeah. It's Fatal Attraction with Alicia Silverstone. Very true. She wasn't in... No, it was Lisa Milano that was in the weird Marky Mark movie, Fear. Yes, that and, was great. That was Reese Witherspoon Reese and Lisa Milano. Yeah. And, and punching yourself to be like, yeah. your dad, your yeah, dad hit me. So let me in the fucking house! That's uh, my favorite scene in that oh, movie. Oh, yeah. I hate that movie, though, because I don't like movies where they kill the dog. Oh man! I Speaking know. of yeah. revenge movies where they killed the dog, John Wick. That's a good revenge movie. Yes, and you know what? <clears throat> Since we're, I guess, because we're talking revenge movies right now. Yeah, John Wick Two is really good, also. And I don't think there's a, a lot of talk about. I mean, I understand when movies come out in January, February, 
this year more than anything, is, this has been a very long year, so I can understand how movies get left behind. But John Wick 2, not as good as John Wick 1, but it's still a good revenge movie. And I remember, like... I remember the hype around when John, when it was official, we're making a John Wick 2. A lot of people brought up a good point where they're just like, we're not going to have another dead dog, are we? Because it's like, I can't do this. It's like, that's a very good point. Did you see John Wick 2? Not yet. It's really good. It's really good. I saw Hard Candy. Oh, okay. You ever see that movie? I did. I saw it in the theater. Um, you saw that in the theater? Yeah, with a guy who was like, he thought he was a Def Jam comic and he had like a little audience and he was like doing commentary to, to the movie. At one point, I had to turn around and, like, just kind of, like, relax. He was doing the, like, man, white people are crazy. Like, he was doing that kind of stuff, and it was really annoying. The movie itself was kind of annoying, too. But Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll talk about this probably on the, on next week's episode, but when you and I went to see Justice League, there were those people to the left of us that just wouldn't stop fucking talking. Yeah, yeah. And I was really glad when we both looked, because we're both big guys. Yes. We look like uh, uh, hipster versions of the Dudley Boys, but oh, better. Shit. But better. Yeah. Looking. Better looking. That's what I'll say. <laughs> yeah. Better looking. No offense. Dudley Boys, if you hear this, we don't want beef. We want to no, be friends. No, I definitely friends. don't. We like you. Yeah. You're, we're, y'all Y'all are some of our favorites uh, as far as tag team people go. Um, <coughs> it was so cool meeting me and Gene Okerlund, by the way. Yes, it was. He you was know? very nice. Um, my, my favorite... Um, I don't want to lose my... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So, yeah. So, I'm, I'm glad that those people, when we turned around, they stopped talking. Yeah. But when I went to go see Creed in the movie, movie theater, yeah, it did. When I went to go see Creed in the movie theater, this is a true story. This happened, not like we've been lying before, but a good third into whatever you know, the movie's about Apollo Creed's son. So a third in, into the movie is there's a scene where Michael B. Jordan confronts, you know, Sylvester Stallone. You have to understand a good forty minutes have passed, and then. He Michael B. Jordan reveals himself to Sylvester Stallone like, "Hey, I'm Apollo Creed's son." And there's this guy who was sitting in front of us, and he uh, he goes, "Oh wow!" And then the whole movie theater laughed. It's like, wait, you didn't know that until now? I, yeah, that, that really so, happened. So you and I have have mixed feelings about commentary. So for me, it really, it, you know, I saw Get Out like three times in the theater, mm-hmm. and the first time I saw it, there 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 was commentary behind me. Where mm-hmm. the woman was like, oh, she's doing something with the T. Or like, oh, he's going to have ear puds. And, and, okay. and like, it was all right. But, but if you went into Creed not knowing he was Apollo Creed's son, like, it was called Creed. Yeah. What did you think it was? About a black guy trying to restart the band Creed? Yeah. Because no, sure. I would have seen that movie. I would have seen the fuck out of a movie about a black guy restarting Creed. That's interesting. Yeah. Or or restarting Clearance Creed Clearwater Revival. I don't yeah. know why I said that, but because uh, like white. <coughs> what? I don't know. I have a question because now that you brought up Get Out, there's been a lot of like. Oh, I want to say a Creed thing. Go ahead. But anyway, how did we get into? Started talking oh, about revenge movie. People right. talking. In so the Hard Candy. That movie was all right. Okay. You didn't like it. No. Uh, I mean, there's problems. There's problems with it. Uh, you know, as far like it's like, it's righteous torture porn. It is, and that that stuff is my my only issue with our. And also, spoiler alert: you had about twelve years to see this movie. So tough. If yeah, you and if you didn't it. see it, like really, that movie was very popular. People yeah, wear those yeah. red sweatshirts now yeah. to be like, I'll I'll murder a pedophile. I hate gold frap. Um. There's a scene, so there's this Stop. whole thing, Stop. there's this thing in the movie 
where like towards the end suddenly this whole other thing happens about how like there was this other girl who got killed and like and I just felt that kind of thing came out of nowhere towards the end of the movie where it's one of those things it just did a backwards domino effect where it's like wait oh so there was some other girl who got killed and he took photos and watched and wait what like it just kind of got thrown out at the last minute like oh yeah this also happened too and it was just like I mean that's kind of yeah I was I thought that was kind of interesting there was also that terrible movie about abuse with where Jude Law plays the father of of a girl who like meets an online predator I forgot what it was called I'll figure it out. It was really disturbing. Jude Law? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I had played, no idea. It was a really disturbing movie. It came out maybe six or seven years ago. I saw it on HBO. And wow. It was, it was a, um, yeah, and it really... I don't know this. Yeah, oh. it's, it's like happiness level, third dimensionality of this sort of thing. Oh, boy. I'll, I'll figure it out. Um, so, Creed. Yes. I, I've read that Creed 2 is going to be about him confronting... Drago, I really hope they don't do that. Do I know he's really, involved. Really I just want to ruin, like, like it shouldn't be about revenge. And if it's about forgiveness, yeah. I'm all about it. That that's uh, yeah. Like if the yeah. Revenant had the ending that happened in real life, where like dude was like, oh, this is the frontier. Terrible shit happens. I forgive you. That would have been the best movie. That's a little different. No, Tom Hardy needed to die. Tom Hardy did, but if it was, yeah. Okay. He also, he also, I don't mean to laugh at this, but he called his son a little bitch, too, like, right before. It's like, yeah, no, you gotta go. You have to, like, you don't kill a defenseless kid and then, right, like, you call him a little bitch. Like, no, you gotta die. Tom yeah, Hardy but I, great. but I bet Tom Hardy added that sentence. I bet that wasn't in, that wasn't in that's the script. That's true. I need, to, Look, talk, yeah, I need true. to talk to Tom Tom about it. Tom, you want to come on the show, Tom? Tom Hardy, you you're always welcome. We'll just, we'll just talk about Locke the entire time. You guys can talk about Locke. I'll go, I'll go get a juice at Sunset Bagel and come back when you're done. I'll get, I'll pick you guys something up. Yeah, I mean, so the, I, also the director of Hard Candy, he went on to do like Thirty Days of Night, and I don't think he did much after. Oh, did he? Yeah, I don't know. It was the same guy. Yes, I did. Yeah, yes, you I did. did. Yes, I you're, did. You're you're a nerd. Yeah, I did want to br- before we get back to Killing a Sacred Deer. No, we will never um, talk about it again. There's this thing now, Get Out has been in all the news now because it's been considered oh, a comedy. Oh, what the fuck? But it's like, isn't it a dark comedy? It's... That's what satire is. And I also get upset. It, it annoyed me <clears throat> because throughout this entire year, The Sunken Place, that was considered a joke. Yeah. There's all these memes, these jokey, funny memes made out of Get Out. I went and saw it in the theater a couple of times. There was laughter. Appropriate laughter, sometimes inappropriate laughter. But then suddenly it's like... Okay, it's a comedy. Like, comedy is, is wide. Like, there's dark comedy. There's satire. It's like, why are people so up, up in arms about it? I, I, I don't get it. I really don't. It really annoys... Especially me, like, to some degree, I kind of lived Get Out outside of the whole, like, brain-swapping, you know, uh, hypnosis stuff. And I think it's a dark comedy, so I, I, I don't know. Maybe you... I was hoping you could maybe shed some light into that. Um, well... Because I don't know if it's like the white Golden Globes Academy's place to decide whether it's a comedy or or a satire under that's presented as a horror film. Because this shit isn't funny and racism isn't funny and this shit isn't funny. Uh, Peel, Jordan Peel doesn't think it's a comedy. Mm-hmm. It's a horror that's funny. A lot of horror movies are funny. 
Yeah. But calling it a comedy is like, it's just like a little weird. Uh, I do think we live in live in the age of a world where people get really upset about a lot of stuff all the time. Especially people who claim to be woke. Like, I don't like... The Stay older woke. I get, I don't like talking about, especially movies with like, quote, woke people. It's really annoying. I mean, it sounds self-righteous, but it's just like, uh, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think that I'm woke. Mm-hmm. That, like, I don't... I'm also not... Yeah, I don't really know what that means. Yeah, especially, yeah. I don't know what that means anymore. I, I agree. Um, but yeah, but there's just that. We, we, we barely scratched the surface of Killing of a Sacred Deer. Because um, that is a movie that I love very much. And I wanted to jump on a point that, that you made. I do like to think that... Because I actually asked Yorgos Lanthimo himself. I asked him this question years ago. Uh, when I went to go see The Lobster with our good uh, buddy Rob Cotto... Um, afterwards, I asked him, I said, do you think the lobster takes place in the same universe as, like, Alps? Um, and he said, I don't know, I'd never really thought about that, but I guess you can make a case for that. So, and I do feel like Killing of a Sacred Deer, the lobster, Alps, all kind of take place in, in that same universe. Same type of acting, delivery of lines, the same kind of, like, absurdity, like, all that stuff. I, I think, uh... Dogtooth has this, obviously the same absurdity and whatnot, but I think that's a little different. I think his last three movies, it's not like a trilogy in like a Gus Van Zandt, Lars Von Trier kind of way, but they all, I like to think the goings on in Alps, Lobster, and Killing of a Sacred Deer all take place, you know, or all taking place around the same time, just different parts of the country, of the world, obviously. So. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. I believe they, I believe that they're in the same, they could be. Um, the lobster is like a future tale. Yeah. So maybe in the future, the sacred deer world does that. Sure. I mean, it's it's a world where, it's a world where you can magically, um, create, a, a family dying. Yeah. Because you're mad at them. Yeah. You know, and Nicole Kidman was so good. She was. It was and and yeah, it was just such a. It was such a callback to all of the works that they've done because I felt like even like, you know, when she does the sexual favor for, you know, Colin Farrell's friend. Yeah, the anesthesiologist. Yeah, it seemed very like uh, to die for. Yeah, it did. You know, and there was oh, there's like the weird sex shit too. I think it might have yeah. been Clive, I think it might have been Clive Owen, not Jude Law. Oh okay. The oh, this movie. Oh oh yeah. yeah you threw me which for a which second. changes, which changes things. Yeah. But, um, how many times have you seen Killing of a Sacred Deer? I've seen it three times now. In the theaters? Yes. Jeez Which is weird, because I don't do that any anymore. I mean, I have more free time on my hands now, but for the last couple of years, I haven't done the, like, um, see movies. Even, even movies I love, I don't really see them multiple times in the theater now, just because I didn't really have time. But I have time now, so I've been going to the movies a lot recently. From I saw three billboards last night. You know, and before that, the weekend before that, I saw Thor and uh, The Square. And then the weekend before that, I, what, I see, um, I can't even keep up. I've been seeing so many movies now, so. Trust. It's a Clive Owen movie. Oh, not, I've never not heard Law. I've I'm never thinking heard of, of them because they're both in the, in the, I think, actually pretty good movie, Closer. Closer's cool. It's cool. I haven't seen it since uh, it came out on video, like, years and years ago when I worked at the video store but um do you taste like me 
Yeah. No. Yes. Yes. Yeah, sweeter. sweeter. Yeah. Julia yeah. Roberts. Oh Keep man. There's a really good, you know, the rapper Blue. Yes, I do. He's released a lot of albums. I know it's hard to keep up with sometimes. He made an album of producer work, mm-hmm. where he made the beats, and there's also some rapping. Yeah. And there, he has a song where it's a beat over that closer argument. Oh, I never heard of that. He's really good. He did good work on. He did that Danny Brown album. <clears throat> Him and Mainframe did that. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But yeah, I think. I mean, I think that Johnson and Johnson album they did together is pretty good. Even though Blue says some. So he, he you know he sometimes says some some things that are that are uh not nice mm-hmm. but yeah closer i don't really want to talk about relationship movies right Just i understand keep it real. no you yeah. know dude i feel you man yeah i don't fucking know like life is weird you know let's take a break yeah. and read read some questions okay oh man i just had it open yo Reebok, baby, you gotta try some new things. Um, yeah, having to sign into Google Docs every single time is so annoying. Oh, you don't have the app? I do, but if for some reason it doesn't let me do it. Oh, it doesn't. Oh, that's weird. I don't have to do that. So you, but you never saw the movie Trust with Clive Owen? I haven't. I don't even know what that is. Um, it's about a guy whose daughter, um, you know... Uh, is a victim of um, uh, you know, online predatory sure. behavior. Sure. And it's about the fallout, mm-hmm. and and it doesn't have like a happy ending. Oh. Uh. It doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, because the truth is, like people who have been, you know, taken advantage of. Yeah. I guess you're scarred for. Molested, raped, sexually assaulted. There is no happy ending. Sure. Because it's happened. Yeah. You know, if if you get some closure, that's great, but not everyone does. Yeah. And often a lot of people's closure they get is, is through other means. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's that. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Um, all right, let's, let's do, let's do uh, a survey. Okay. Name, Carlo Pangalangan Labrador. Gender man bro. Oh, I believe this is Carlo Carlo. from Women on the Screen. Dancing. It's a party across America. Bachata in the back. No, that's a restaurant in Queens. Like, (laughs) or or certain parts of Brooklyn where you get like pork chops. Yeah. Everything okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm just looking at the... Age. 12? No, 6 deuce. I don't know what that means. Uh, favorite movie, uh, MVP two, most valuable primate, MVP one, most valuable primate, Airbud one. That's weird. Um, and uh, that movie about snowman's being your dad. Snowman. Jack Frost. Yeah, Jack Frost. Oh, Michael Keaton. <clears throat> I'm kidding. His favorite movie is Stranger Than Paradise. Of course it is. We were just <laughs> the guy who's texting me when I was a friend. Of, we were just te- we were just talking about we were texting about Stranger Than Paradise the other day. Actually, what movies would you like zebras in America to do film commentary on? MVP Most Variable Primate, MVP Most Vertical Primate, Air Bud, Air Bud Two, Satanan Tango. Oh, Satan Tango. Yeah, Satan Tango. The Dalatar film. Yeah. Uh, we don't got time. <laughs> Maybe those other movies. Satan Tango is a really long movie. I don't think we got. I ain't got time tonight. for that. Or maybe we'd have to do it in parts. It's a long movie. You'd have to call me Tella Bars. 
<laughs> what is your sign? Libra. Have you ever smoked PCP? Only for PCP classics. What you want more of? Kindness and compassion. Potentially interesting facts. Saturn takes 30 years to complete its orbit. So on your 30th, 60th, 90th, and 120th, yada, yada, whatever. All right. Well, you just go, I'll, I'll throw out a, a I'll, I'll give you a quick little interesting fact that some people know, some people don't know. So uh, Michael Mann's Ali, which I do think is a good movie. Some people don't like that. Uh, originally, Ali was supposed to be directed by uh, Spike Lee. But, yeah, we've, um, we, we, you talked about this on, I the, did? Yeah, on the Martin Kessler episode. Okay, we'll go back to the Martin Kessler episode and listen to that. Um, oh, okay, here's another great. We were talking about Jude Law for a second, and then we didn't. Um, David O. Russell, who gets away with a lot of crazy shit. Um, yeah, talk about... I wonder if that's going to come up, that he fondled his transgender aunt, uh, niece and mm-hmm. during the Sony emails. He's definitely doing the Jordan Peele sweat. Uh, right now with all this stuff. He's definitely like, fuck. But um, he he assaulted Jude Law at a party once, like put him in a headlock and, and everything because Jude Law was supposed to star, um, He you know, he's starring in I Heart Huckabees, but then Jude Law wanted to do the, the, the Christopher Nolan magic movie. Um, so David Russell heard, got wind of this, and I Heart Huckabees is a very personal movie to David Russell. I'm not making excuses. So he confronted Jude Law at this party. He's like, so you're dropping out of my movie to do this, like, magic movie? Um, oh, no, it was Christopher Nolan. It was, I'm sorry. David O. Russell confronted Christopher Nolan at, like, an industry party. He's like, you're taking my star away from my movie? And Nolan, Christopher Nolan's like, what are you talking about? David O. Russell, like, headlocked him. And then, like, it was this whole scuffle. And people are like, what the fuck is going on? He's like, no, Christopher Nolan's ruining my movie. And also, knowing about David Russell, none of this is, like, hard to believe. So he was like, no, you don't understand. I need you law for my like, movie. I wouldn't believe the story where Axl Rose was karate beat up by Tommy Hilfiger if he didn't tell the story. <laughs> like Axl Rose was like, yo, I just got karate beat up by Tommy Hilfiger. Yeah. Why would you admit that? I don't know. Yeah. Like, hey, fuck like, Axl Rose, though. Yeah. He's a bitch. But yeah, that, so that's how... So how More Chris, like Axl Bro. Axl No. Axl No. So Christian Bale ended up being in the... Uh, I, keep, I always call that movie the Christopher Nolan magic movie. What is that movie called? The Prestige. The Prestige. And no, the, the Illusionist. The, same shit. They came out like two weeks around each other. But um, yeah, and Jude Law ended up doing I, I Heard Huckabees. And David Russell just kind of bullied that, that whole thing. Um, I always found that interesting. So That's there's funny. a fact for you, Carlo. David Russell is... He's a... He's a and Oh, know. and then Christian Bale was in David O. Russell's movie called... A couple. He was in a couple. But the one... Right, right after I Heart Huckabees. Yeah. Was the called. Fighter. Okay. And you know why? Because our next person mm-hmm. is Jacob Rivera. Nice. Oh, Mr. Boxing. Mr. Boxing. It says Jacob Rivera, a.k.a. Mr. Boxing. Oh, shit. Gender, make. I think that's male. Yeah. I'm going to gender male. Email, not going to say. Dancing, if there's a good beat. Song, reasonable. Age, 39. Favorite movie, Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. I don't really like that movie, but you like that movie, and that's okay. Sure. I respect you, Jacob. What movies would you like Zebras in America to do film commentary on? Freddy Got Fingered. We did. We've recorded five different episodes that have been erased. Yeah, that's just not a, that's just like our bad luck movie. Oh. I don't know if we can do that a sixth time. 
can you believe that? We just tried to record about Tom Green and the Freddy Got Finger, and we just got cut off. Are we still there? Are we still recording? No. Oh, I guess we still are. Yeah. Oh, have you ever smoked PCP? No. What you want more of? Time with my kids. That is the answer wow. of the year. Awesome, man. Congratulations. You won. Yeah. You won. Yeah, man. I Shout out to good dads. From commercials to movies to TV shows, they'd have you believe they either don't exist or they're just one-dimensional. Yeah, so. I do, I do want to say something because mm-hmm. we're going to talk about our experience with Justice League next week. Yes. But... Um, like famous parent of the year, Zack Snyder. Yeah. Um, for your listeners that may not know, is that during the filming of uh, Justice League, Zack Snyder's daughter, uh, he has he has he has eight children, I think, or six. I think it's like eight. Eight. Yeah. His 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 daughter, his twenty year old daughter, took her own life, and he just he he just left. He 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 decide. He said, "My family needs me." I need them, and I'm going to do that. And then he, he, the film was mostly done, and then Joss Whedon came in and directed some of the reshoots and rewrote a couple things. But I think I, 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 I don't know. I don't think I, I think he doesn't get enough credit for that because like, like his movies are not always the greatest. No, but that's that's a really, you know, I respect the fuck out of that. I do, and I don't respect pieces of shit that still take shots at him. It's like, Jesus Christ, his fucking daughter killed herself, and you're still on Twitter, you know, fuck Zack Snyder. It's like, no, fuck you, actually. And if and if yeah, I felt you bad hear he, this, I'm talking directly to you if you're, if you're offended yeah, by what I'm saying. I, I felt bad even saying, like, even though I don't always love his movies. Like, I don't want to yeah. insult the guy. But Dawn of the Dead is fucking awesome. You know, That movie's great. I gotta say, and we're gonna talk about this next episode... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, knowing that his daughter was, was, you know, dealt with some depression and had like a high fantasy mind and like wrote some stories, Mm -hmm. uh, Sucker Punch has a whole nother meaning to me. Right. And granted, I like Sucker Punch and, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I'm one of the few, I like that movie. Definitely on like a, a Southland Tales speed racer sort of thing where I acknowledge that most people don't like it, but I like that movie. Mm -hmm. So I just want to say... Uh, we respect you, Zack Snyder. Sorry for your loss. Um, yeah. Take your time and do what you need to do. Uh, whatever people have to say about the movies you've done, you brought DC back. You brought DC to the screen. Sure. And and thank you for that. Yeah. Even, yeah, Justice League. Potentially interesting facts from Jacob Rivera is Pluto is a planet. I agree with you. I'm tired of these people that try to say this shit's a planetoid. The scientists took away. Oh, right. Um, yeah. No, because they said people Pluto's not a planet anymore. No, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, uh, Pluto Nash is not a film anymore. Yeah. It's a... I don't know. Is that the worst movie ever made? No. no absolutely not. What's the, what's the worst movie you've ever seen? There's not one. Uh, let's see. Crash... The Paul Haggis Yeah, crash. not not yeah, because the David Cronenberg yeah. one is at the worst interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, but I I love that movie. Um, crash, Crash, the Paul Haggis yeah, one is, is, is a piece terrible. of shit. <clears throat> it's, it's a racist terrible. piece of shit. Yeah, especially I like literally the closing lines of that movie are dopey fucking Chinaman. Yeah, shout out to Ludacris. That yeah, that movie is very that. 
Yeah. That's a movie I wanted to just get up and, and, and walk out of, but it was already over. I was like, oh, well. They got my money. But, yeah, Crash is certainly one. Um, what's, a, what's, what's like a terrible, terrible... I'm fine with saying Crash. I'm fine with Crash. Uh, you know what? Let me go back. Um, you know what? I'm not... Uh, we're going to get some hate mail on this. Not big on uh, Inglorious Bastards or Django. I think those movie, both those movies are really terrible. But you have to understand, these I'm movies gonna, are from the perspective... I, I, I'm going to say I, Hateful Eight is, is one of the worst movies ever. Hateful seen. Eight's up there. I'm not going to argue with that. The, other, the, the only thing about Inglorious Bastards is that the first scene is interesting and there are some things like you know and but you know what if I may I just yeah 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 the thing about Quentin Tarantino is that he it's not that he's without skill sure it's just that he doesn't know any better about you know just like doing right by people yeah and when he does definitely facts when, when he's when he does human stuff so Django Unchained when 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 the slave is killed by the dog yeah he didn't he didn't cartoonize that he just showed it yeah and in the first scene of of inglorious bastards with the with the family he showed that and those two scenes are are the only good scenes in two movies that's true but then it's funny i'm so desensitized now that it's like and this is a criticism of you or anyone but people will say but that opening scene it's like all right what about the other two hours and thirty minutes? Like I'm I only talking get, about I a scene. Get, yeah, I'm no, only I know. I know. About a scene. But I'm just saying, Marcus. Mm-hmm. Marcus. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that I'm not saying the movie's good. Yeah. I'm saying you know, of those three movies he's made. Yeah. Of those three movies he's done in his later part of his career. Sure. There's like nothing about the Hateful Eight except for any Morricone's music that was interesting. Yeah. Like it's just it's just a bad movie. I yes, didn't it like is. it. It's too long. It's a waste of film. Mm-hmm. It's a waste of any Morricone. Like it's a waste of great actors. Um, yeah. Django and the other one had two scenes I like. Sure. Remember, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yes. Like like the movie Up. If it was mm-hmm. just the first ten minutes, it's a great movie. Yeah, but what the other parts? The the Pixar movie. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. Oh, okay. I'm saying the first ten minutes is yeah. like the most heartbreaking movie. Like if you tell me you didn't cry during that, you're a sociopath. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know my fa- my favorite revenge movie of the past few years before this was Blue Ruin. I know I know you're not as you don't like that movie as much as I do. Sure, but I I really it really stuck with me. Interestingly enough, you know it really won't leave my thoughts. What's that? Blade Runner. It's so weird. The first Blade Runner. No, the new Blade Runner. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about current. <clears throat> yeah, man, I got I haven't even thought about that movie until you just said that right now. I don't and I'm not saying that to be a jerk. I really saw it in the theater, it was fine. And I forgot all about that movie until you just said that. I've just been so. pu- I've been putting together my list of like movies of the year. Yeah. And I'm like, "What? Blade Runner keeps on getting in the top 5 and I'm just surprised." Oh. Cause like I was I didn't yeah you know hmm. I find that interesting yeah yo the one reason why I think like some of these dudes that are that are that are being destroyed right now over like you know the allegations yeah, and stuff yeah. the one of the reasons why I think like not all their careers are over is because like. Daddy's Home 2 just came out with Mel Gibson as a starring role. I know. 
Well, Mel Gibson's been fine for a while. Hacksaw I'm Ridge, saying, like, yeah, he's but been, I'm saying he's Hacksaw Ridge, Hacksaw Ridge. But before that, like the movies were just he was in movies, but movies that people didn't see. True. Like this is and Hacksaw Ridge, he directed. Yeah. Uh, this movie, they decided they were like, we're making a movie. I mean, it shouldn't be surprising. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg has gone to j- has been arrested for hate crimes. Yeah. That he picked someone to play his father, who's homophobic, uh, racist, racist, anti Semitic, and has hit. Hit his wives. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me. But he was in Lethal Weapon, so, you know. I'm being sarcastic. No, so. I mean, I understand. Yeah. Dude, like, you know. Remix to Ignition came out after R. Kelly was accused of what he did. Yeah. And it was kind of, in a way, what got him not convicted. <laughs> what? People, people liking his music. Yeah, putting sure, putting sure. him back in public favor. Yeah, it, it's funny because like going back to Mel Gibson for a second. I also found it interesting. I just think everything's a mess, and I, unfortunately, what's going to be my detriment, what could be the death of me, is my wanting for consistency, not robotic like consistency, like the robot video I was showing you earlier. Um, but like, yo, he showed me a robot video. Robots know how to do backflips. Yes. Now. I'm telling you, there's gonna be this one that these robots that that you remember making, like, like Vector and like what's his face from from Mortal Kombat three, yeah, that yeah, shit, yeah. But like the same year, do you remember when the Danish director was considered persona non grata at you know con, yeah, for the off comment Hitler thing you know he made that same year, the Beaver, the Mel Gibson movie with him and Jodie Foster played, and I just remember you know them rolling out this red carpet. From Mel Gibson, who said all the things he said, but then you know, like it's just I I I like consistent. I don't like inconsistent inconsistencies like that. So where are we at on time? Uh, let, let's see. After unplug here, but yeah, no, I, I find it almost perfect that Mel Gibson plays Mark Wahlberg's father in a fucking movie. Uh, fifty minutes. Okay, so we're 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 slowing down. Yeah. Um. Do you think the three best revenge movies are, um, let me think, let me think, Dead Man's Shoes, Old Boy, and Princess Bride? No. They're all, I those can't are, rank those right are now. pretty good revenge movies. They're all good, movies. of course. I don't know about a top three or top five or whatever, but, um, yeah, they're all good. Um, Dead Man's Shoes made me sad. That's a really Did, good movie. Patty Constantine is is like. He's in a lot of movies, so it's not like oh he's underrated or unknown. But there's some. No, he needs that movie. He needs that like. I hate going it, but that Oscar. He's like a handsome movie. Willem Dafoe. The, he just doesn't get. He gets a lot of work, but he doesn't get like that. Yeah. Because yeah. like also like Demi Shoes, he's the star of that movie. Yeah. Well, him and Shane Meadows do a lot of great stuff together. There was a. Uh, have you seen their other collaborations? I don't know. Uh, a Room for Romeo Brass. No. You haven't... Oh, my God. That... It's a young, young Patty Constantine. And he's this guy who... He's on the cusp. Where it's like... He's not developmentally disabled. But he's just... He's like... He's a little off. But he, he's an adult. He's like 20 or something. And he befriends these two, like, middle school kids. And he kind of becomes their friend. But then something happens. And then the movie just takes a dark turn. Where it's like, oh, wait. This is happening? Um, they also did this movie called Le Donc and Scorsese, which is about, um, it's a mockumentary where, uh, Petty Constantine is like a, 
like Eminem style rapper, and it's like a it's like making fun of that. But they but they're like uh but Dead Man Shoes I think is the best thing that they have done uh together. And um, he also did. Did you see Patty Constantine's directorial effort, Tyrannosaur? No. Oh, it came out in two thousand. Where it eleven? Uh, yeah. It's about this guy. Um. How do I? Explain? It's about this guy. He he's a loner. And he becomes friends with this young kid who's being bullied, and then you learn all this other stuff. But uh, yeah, it did well at Toronto. He we, he's a good director. We we did yeah. watch Split Second together at my house the other day. Yeah, we did. That was awesome. Yeah, I hadn't seen that movie in years. That was like a video store classic. Yeah, that was that movie was kind of a revenge movie too. It's kind of a revenge movie. Yeah. Uh, it, I remembered it being better when I was yeah. twelve. Yeah. But what ifs? Like what ifs? Yeah. Sorry, Martin. Sorry, Martin. Have you watched Prayer for the Roller Boys yet? Not yet. Oh man, I can't wait till you watch that movie. Look, okay. I have, I have, I have the DVD right I now. Know, like I know. we could, we could just take a break, drink, drink some cocktails, and watch it, and then whatever. But not, not on this episode. Yeah. We gotta uh, come back. Did you? I think we've talked about this before, but have you seen Submarine? Yeah, of course. That's sure. a good movie. He's yes, in that movie. Yeah, I really that director was the only thing that was good about the the watch. Wait, what's the watch again? It was it was the neighborhood watch movie oh, that came out amen. like after Trayvon Martin. Oh yeah. Oh boy, I didn't even put those together. But I'm well, I'm, well, I'm, I'm a Vince Vaughn guy, so it was he called, can do no wrong. In it was book. called the neighborhood watch. Then the Trayvon thing happened. So then they changed it to the watch. I didn't even. Oh wow, I didn't even. Put any of that together I never realized that no I did because I I, I've done some like deep research into it because I found his that dude mm-hmm. was just so funny in that movie yeah he was what's his name Felix Aodel yeah Aodel yeah speaking of like funny guys who who play like calm stuff YTT man oh, yeah. we'll talk we'll talk about next Thor week. next week next man. week next week hi I'm Coke yeah um so you got any? Should we read one more of these things, or we should just get out of here? Uh, we'll save it for the next episode. All right. Bye. <laughs>